think I, I think I kind of woke up feeling like I just wanted to sing. So I didn't do my vocal warm-ups. I'm just, just going to blur it out. This song is on my heart. So if I mess up, just know this is one take. It's all right. Ready? Oh, 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 oh,
<laughs> my voice needs to get some I need to get some warm ups on my voice but the song is on my heart so much everybody for tuning in to ride with nds malay i hope everybody is having a wonderful yet productive day i hope that this um thing that's going on in the world is not getting in the way of your creativity i hope you are exercising as much freedom as you have um until they shut us down completely i hope that you're being safe (laughs) Um, There's not much more that I can say to that without jumping into my conspiracy theory. So (laughs) let's move on. (laughs) Um, Basically, yeah, I just just hope everybody is doing well right now because I know this is such a frustrating thing that's going on right now, especially because, um, you know, speaking is usually the only thing that I look forward to in my days. I literally start counting down the day after one speaking it happens and wait till the next day like you know that that's my everything that's my joy that's my peace that's my sanctuary as speaking it so I, I you can't imagine how I'm feeling at this very moment like you know to not be able to indulge in such a wonderful event um yeah so even though they shut us down last week uh because of poor Richards had to shut down um due to state regulations um even though they shut us down, we still had a little party. Uh, we still did our little thing with uh, under 10 people. Um, shout out to Eric and Dino for getting us that spot. Uh, shout out to all the people that came out. Shout out to Fabian. Shout out to Shamrock. If you guys are not following him on Instagram, please be sure to follow both of them. Follow Fabian. Follow Shamrock. Follow Eric and Dino. Shamrock is without the C, so make sure you guys check him out. He's really dope. Like, It's crazy how many dope individuals we have in Springfield. It's crazy. It's really crazy. So, yeah, make sure you guys check out as many people as you can, especially during these times where you don't have anything else to do. Um, Check it out. Me, on the other hand, I wake up in the morning, and I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if I want to play the guitar. I don't know if I want to do my hair. I don't know if I want to write a book, write a poem. I don't ever know what, what I want to do. Um, But I always make sure I'm doing something, you know, something. Um, Speaking of, I just released a book. On the 20th, make sure you guys check that out. It's called Naked Slurs. Um, it's just dope. I will be put, putting that leak, link up very shortly. Uh, until then, I really hope that you guys uh, have checked out my other books. If not, uh, yeah. So, I guess that's up with the current events. Um, I feel like my topic today is uh, mainly getting over people uh I've been struggling with getting over a certain individual in my life um I guess like you know all this time that I've been um struggling releasing myself with this person I probably uh got caught up in my own feelings and possibly you know misread certain situations and because I am now in realization that that I misread uh, a situation, um, I think it's going to be easier to move on now. 
I think it's going to be easier to have other people in my life um, that are supposed to be there um, because I was like 100% sure that I wasn't moving on or that I wasn't able to move on for a reason. Um, but I guess that, that reason only belonged to me and my heart. And um, I guess once you come into realization that things are not what what you perceive them as, but they're really, like, you know, a different type of way, um, I, I guess it becomes easier to just walk away. Because I, I, I feel like once people are honest with you, and they tell you how they truly feel. Um, I feel like that's where you'll know where to go. I feel like that's maybe why people search for closure. Or maybe that's why I look for closure. Or I look for how people feel about me. Or how people feel about a certain situation that we're going through. Because once I know for sure how you feel. Or once I know for sure that you don't feel the same way. Or that there's no possibility. I feel like that's when my heart is like, oh, okay, all right, my bad, (laughs) or what, like, I really don't know, but I guess I've waited for, um, I've waited to know how somebody else felt, I knew how I felt, you know how you, you'll feel a certain, a, a certain way, and you act on how you feel, but It makes a difference. It makes a difference when you actually know how someone else feels about you or how someone else feels about a certain situation that you went through. And then I feel like the only thing that I'm disappointed in is the time that it took to know 100% or to know for sure um, what I'm supposed to do. I feel like I want to take this time and, like, you know, like, admit uh, a few things because I feel like uh, people can learn from my situation uh, without me telling you absolutely everything. I feel like uh, I wasted a whole year and a half or a year of my, yeah, a year and a half. I wasted a whole freaking year and a half of my life (laughs) feeling like you know there was a possibility that um this individual that I loved or that I really felt like I I had deep feelings for um that there was no possibility or any way that they would feel the same way for me I don't know but the crazy thing about it I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have known that. Not through the signs, not through the actions, not through whatever. Like, you know, it just was not, like, the normal way that people act if they're just your friend. Like, you know, like, I mean, okay. Okay. All right. So, (laughs) I'm trying to think of, like, the, the easiest way to say something like this and not sound so, um, like, like I'm in self-pity because I'm really not. I'm really just, um, opening up my entire epiphany to you. Um, 
basically, um, I asked a question on Facebook the other day, and I basically asked, uh, (laughs) if, uh, if you're wrong to move on, if you still love somebody else, and, um, if you move on, does that mean that you lose any type of love for that, that individual, right? Because I feel like I've been trying to move on for a long time now. And it's just really hard to move on because I feel like I don't want to not only drag somebody else down with the hurt that I feel, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I feel like I feel like I found everything that I wanted inside of a person or an individual. I felt like you know, I never like, you know, thought that I would see myself like together, like in a real relationship with this person, but like I saw this person like, I don't know, being like an endless lover, maybe. Like I don't know. I really don't know what what I expected because like, you know, I really had to sit down and think about it. Um after, you know, listening to how this person felt about me and you know, rethinking the whole situation or the, all this time that we've been together and everything. And it's just like, no matter, no matter what this person is saying about how they was just acting like a friend to me, um, I don't feel like that that's a way that you act with your friends. Like not, not how I was treated, not how I was like, you know, you don't you don't pay attention to people like that that are just your friends. You don't you don't do <laughs> I, I'm not gonna get deep into it. But basically your perception can like really um turn things like into a whole something else. So like, you know even though I'm confused about how um the how this individual can conclude such things to me or such feelings to me went over like the whole time like there's no way there's no way like you know I saw this coming like you know for somebody to say to you um so many contradicting things to their actions but that's the good thing about knowing how people feel about you or that's the good thing about telling people how you feel about them in advance because you don't realize how much time you waste in an individual's life or in a person's life when you don't tell them how you feel especially me as a person me once I find somebody that I want to be faithful to or that like I'm loyal to or that I really like a lot or once I find somebody that I love like you have my complete heart you have my complete heart and to me that's everything because once you have me down like that like I feel like there's no way I feel like there's like there's no way that you would need like anything else like you know because I'm like I would like really do anything for people that I love you know and I feel like once you know how somebody feels about you and once me like you know I constantly express how I feel I don't never let time go without people knowing how I feel. I put it in my poetry. I put it in my music. 
I put it in my podcast. I, I say it. Like, I'm a very verbal, open book. Like, you know, I will talk about how I feel. So, I feel like when you hear people constantly say how they feel about you and you don't feel that same way, you need to automatically shut that shit down. You need to automatically say something because you really waste people's life and love when you don't tell them how you feel. It's just like a really dirty thing to do. It's really heartbreaking. It's a really heartbreaking thing to do. To You might not say things like, I love you back. Or you might not say things like, I feel... I feel like we could have a future together, like we could be together in the future, like we could do this in the future. Like even though you're not saying things like that, I thought that it was like, you know, the actions that that would count it. That's what what counted. Like, you know, I thought that people do or say what like how they really feel through their expressions, through their actions. Like you see it in their action to whatever, like, that's what I thought, that's what I thought, I thought you were supposed to pick things up through energies and (laughs) actions, and not really through what people say anyways, you know, and it's just so funny, like, you know, how I'm so verbal, and stuff with my feelings and like you know and even though this person wasn't verbal with their feelings it was like you know with it with their actions like it's just like how did I read that the wrong way there's no way that I would pick up from you through your actions that you love me you know what I'm saying and now I'm just like okay so you're basically saying that you don't love me after all of this stuff that we've been through, after this whole year and a half things that that we've been, I feel like I just wanted to come on here and like you know express to other people, like you you really should not play with people's feelings. You really should not play with people's hearts. Like no matter what you're going through, like no matter how much you think that this person could take, like it really hurts. It really hurts. Like you know. For somebody to come back to you and tell you after like a whole year and a half that you wasted a year life or a whole year and a half that you gave to just one person that you thought that like, you know, felt almost the same way as you for them to come back to you and be like, nah, I don't feel that way after like a year and a half. Like, how could you not tell me this when I first told you? Or when I first wrote this, or when I first said this, and you saw this, and you saw that, and you still continue to entertain how I felt, you still continue, and then, after all of this, like, you know, you take no, no, (laughs) you have no remorse for anything that you did, and it's just like, all right, let me just sit back and stop pointing my finger, let me stop pointing, let me stop complaining about certain individuals not feeling a certain type of way towards me that I I expected them to feel like that's the thing that's the thing it's just like going through all these expectations and thinking that things are supposed to be a certain type of way and they're really not supposed to be some type of way and like you know when you perceive things through uh it's just uh so freaking confusing I like it's like I don't even know how to put the words together for it because I'm still perplexed about it I'm still confused I'm still like wow like how could you do 
do something like that to somebody. Like, you know, like, I feel like, all right, let me finish. Let me finish how, how my thought process went with this. Yeah, so... <laughs> I had to sit back and be like, okay, I got to stop pointing my fingers and just accept it for what what it is, okay? And I've been like, you know, trying to unravel everything from the beginning to like now, to like now when you're just now telling me how you feel. I had to like unravel things and put it back together like you know like all right so when this happened what did this mean if it was just a friendship or if you didn't feel some type of way you know inside my head because like you know I'm at the point where I'm like all right I'm not looking for an explanation anymore I'm not looking for any type of closure clearly I was wrong so now I gotta figure out all of these scenarios I need that I I felt like was love. I need to rethink it and rethink what love was, or like you know, I need to rethink or reevaluate all our our interactions now, like you know, because I really thought that it meant something, and clearly it only meant something to me. And because it only meant something to me, I need to like rethink it and reperceive it or something, like you know, because you don't you don't understand, or like maybe you do, but. Most people would not understand how I feel right now. Maybe a lot of people would think that I'm exaggerating. Okay, whoop-de-doo. Uh, you felt some type of way and a person didn't feel the same way. Okay, we all go through rejection all the time. All right, cool. But the thing that I'm still trying to get through right now or like that I'm trying to get through my mind is like how could I perceive that wrong? Like how, how could you pick up through somebody's actions that they love you and they really don't like you know how how could you pick that up like out of nowhere like that like there's just like no way there's just like no way like you know like whatever right so i'm not trying to put myself at fault for anything or trying to blame myself for anything but i have to accept responsibility for how i perceived it and now i got to change the way that that I think for people that are supposed to love me in the future like how, how are you supposed to act or how are you supposed to how am I supposed to perceive that somebody else loves me like you know now in the future because I, everything that this person did I was pretty sure that that was love and uh, I guess figuring out that it was not love it's just like damn <laughs> damn that shit's crazy it really is and I I feel like this is this is why I've been single for so long and this is why I keep my guard up so much and it just makes it worse when people do stuff like this to me when they play games with my heart and um I, I really can't I really can't blame myself for that whole thing I can't blame myself for perceiving anything any type of way because I honestly I honestly don't think that that uh, my feelings were false. I don't think that my love was false. I don't think that how how I got to the conclusion that I got to was false. But now, because it hurts so much, 
I have to actually take into account all that I perceived and now I have to change it. I have to. Um, just so it doesn't happen again in the future because obviously people play like this all the time. And the one time, like, you know, after like, damn, I, I tell you guys all the time, like I've been single since what, 2016. And after all of this time and uh, I give myself or my full heart and like it just hurts to know that <laughs> a person doesn't feel the same way that you felt all this time and it's not like it's not like you strung all these feelings along and expected them to feel like this either it's just like when you see or when you feel that somebody actually loves you I thought that that was it I thought that I thought that when you felt that inside your heart or that when you saw what people were doing that that, that that's what it was you know but clearly I was wrong clearly I was wrong and I hate admitting when I'm wrong because I feel like I think th- things through a lot before I totally feel it because I, I'm a writer so you know I feel everything when I write 10 times harder and I'm just like damn like I feel like everything that I felt was like a complete freaking lie right now like it's like it's, it felt like a lie and then it didn't at the same time but I guess it feels like a lie because the person doesn't feel the same way when I thought they did. And if I thought that they felt some type of way about me and then I thought that I loved this person or I knew in my heart because of our interactions that we loved each other, now, like, you, you know, hearing it or, like, you know, actually knowing what or, like, hearing these words out of a person's mouth it just makes you rethink absolutely everything. It's just like, all right, so, all right. <laughs> and um, especially after you've been going through it already for so long, trying to figure it out for so long now, like, you know, it just makes it, like, all so confusing. So, like, what I've been doing is I've been trying to Oh, I guess I've been trying to look for articles and stuff to try to make myself feel better or to get out of this this uh, feeling or to basically put it together. And because I've been already spending so long trying to get over this situation, I I don't know. I feel like I really I really do want, want to just, like, you know, get over it and move on. Like, I'm ready to just get it out of my system. And I'm not trying to use somebody else to help me get over those feelings. But I just feel like, all right, I've been feeling this way for way too long now. And the only reason why I feel guilty when I talk to other people is because I feel like, I don't know, like, like this other person's going to be upset if they find out. Or, like, if I actually do move on and if, if I actually do, like, this other person that I'm starting to talk to, then 
do I really still love this person? I don't want to, like, not love this person anymore. But now that I know for sure or, like, that this person came out for sure and told me, like, for sure that they don't feel the same way that I feel and that they'll never feel the same way that I feel. (laughs) Now that I heard those words for myself or saw it for myself or whatever... Now I'm just like, all right, so now it shouldn't be so hard to move on because clearly we both have false feelings. Clearly it was nothing. So now it should be cool to move on. Now I should be all right to move on because all of that was for nothing. It was just like a whole year and a half of my my wasted love. That's what it was. Yeah, and I can't even tell you like that. That really does hurt. It really <laughs> hurts. It hurts bad. It really does. And I know I'm laughing and stuff, but, like, yo, I just, I just, I can't believe it. It's just, I'm in complete disbelief about it. That, like, you know, all of my time just, like, went, went out the window like that. And that I should have been known this a long time ago. <laughs> so then I would have never felt like I was cheating or <laughs> that I wasn't being loyal or, like, wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just a wreck. All right. Anyway, so... Um, one of the first articles that I came across was uh, this one that I'm about to read. Um, but, yeah. <sighs> this is an article I'm about to read called After the Breakup When Moving On Seems Impossible. I'm only going to read this article um, because all the articles that I found, it, it's just a bit much right now. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is by, it's from psychologytoday.com. I'm going to put the link inside of the description like I always do when I come on here and talk to you guys. Um, this one is by, uh, Deborah L. Davis, PhD. She's a doctor. Um, she wrote this a while ago. It's called After the Breakup When Moving On Seems Impossible, How to Release the Grip of a Lost Relationship and Reclaim Your Life. And before this article starts, I just want to go into that struggle right quick, just real quick. Um, Reclaiming your life and reclaiming what you want and what you need. Uh, Oh my God, it just goes so far and it's just like so much stuff that you could say about it. But... Yo, like, losing people in your life or, like, losing people that you really thought that you really deeply loved, it, like, it really, like, it's like a whole rip. It's like a whole freaking rip out your hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to keep these people as friends and you want to keep them as, like, you know, people that you go to to talk to for advice and everything. But it's just, like, you always feel that, that empty space inside of your heart when somebody leaves your life or, like, when... When you find out that somebody doesn't feel the same way that you felt. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when I was already saying this, that you don't feel this type of way, like, why would you perform actions to convince me otherwise? It's just so messed up to play with people's hearts like that. It's so messed up to do that to somebody. And I I can't see... How people can't can't see the things that they do in people's lives to damage them and to hurt them. And 
it's like, did you do that on purpose? Because, like, if you really don't see how bad that hurt or, like, how that would hurt me or, like, how that would hurt you, like, how could you not be sorry for something like that? Like, uh, I feel like it's so bad, like, looking for apologies and looking for sorries and stuff. But it's like, you have to be human enough to know, like, that hurts. That hurts bad. That's, like, a huge slap in the face. It's, like, a huge, like, kick in the gut. It's just, like, it's so fucked up. Whatever. But we're gonna get over it. Okay. So, when a relationship is over, feelings of rejection can numb your sense of self and wreck your balance. For many jilted lovers, the first impulse is trying to fix what is broken and recover what was lost. But often the beloved has moved on and reconciliation is not possible. And still you persist. How can you ever move on? One of my most popular posts is coping with distress and agony after a breakup. It lists strategies and affirmations that can soothe feelings of rejection, decrease obsessions, and reduce the desire to maintain contact with the formal lover. But as a recent reader pointed out, how can you believe in affirmation of worth when you are convinced of your unworthiness? And why would you use strategies for moving on when you're still trying to find a solution that will win back your beloved? These are excellent points. So let's examine coping with a breakup from this very different perspective. If you are still distressed by feelings of failure, idolizing the, the one who rejected you and intent on recovering the lost relationship, you've essentially granted this relationship the power to consume your life and create your misery. Powerless, you become invisible even to yourself and certainly to the desired person or any other person who might be a potential mate. You may harbor a sense of being stuck or feeling suspended from truly living. In fact, it's quite difficult to win anyone's affection while you're feeling like a loser. Here is a set of strategies for reclaiming your power and recovering yourself, including your emotional equilibrium, your vitality, and your self-worth. Forget about moving on. Moving on and away from your beloved before you're ready only increases your distress. Where you are where you are right now is precisely where you belong. Instead, envision moving forward. Moving forward means not staying stuck in the same place that's getting you nowhere fast. If a life strategy isn't working after many months, this type of thinking doesn't help. Must do this harder, longer, faster, stronger. Instead, must find a new life strategy. And if you're destined to be with your beloved, moving forward simply brings you to, into a better place to make that happen. See your reactions as normal. Our brains and bodies are wired to have powerfully painful reactions to rejection. The breakup of a relationship can trigger a cascade of chemicals that make you feel lonely, depressed, and worthless, especially if you see the rejector as the one for you. You are not crazy. You're in a natural state of distress. Face your grief. It can be tempting to avoid grief. You may be fearful that it will be too painful, especially because you've lost someone in something precious, but repressing your grief can result in depression, anxiety, obsession, suppressed immune system, and chronic despair. Avoiding grief keeps you feeling stuck and powerless. See grief as necessary reaction to loss. Grief includes feelings of disbelief, anger, fear, and sadness, as well as physical symptoms of fatigue, tensions, emptiness, distractibility and changes in appetite and sleep it is painful to be sure but it is also a byproduct of your ability to invest in meaningful relationships 
See grieving as a process of healing. Grieving is how you gradually let go of what might have been and adjust to what is. And over time, your outlook will naturally shift from I must demonstrate I am a worthy mate for him or her to I can reclaim my own sense of worth. Grieving is what sets you free from the pit of despair. To move through the grieving process, get out of your head and get in touch with your body. Believe it or not, it's hard to move through an emotional experience by staying in your head. While you're rationalizing your sense of worthlessness and racking your brain for solution, you've probably put your emotions on hold and cut off the awareness in your body. Your body sensations tell you the truth about what's going on for you. Whether you feel an emotion welling up or feel a contraction somewhere in your body, simply observe the sensations as they move through your body. Particularly if med- meditation and mindfulness don't work because intrusive thoughts ugh, sorry. Particularly if meditation and mindfulness don't work because intrusive thoughts keep jarring. Oh my goodness, I cannot read right now. <laughs> Particularly if, if, if meditation and mindfulness don't work because intrusive thoughts keep derailing your efforts, you may benefit from this body-centered somatic approach with support and coaching on intending, attending to the physical sensations in your body. By training your attention on your body, your mind stays out of the way rather than escalating your pain with inflammatory thoughts. For example, when you're thinking negative thoughts, she or he is who I want and I must demonstrate that I am worthy, a worthy mate or she or he just not that is that oh my flipping goodness give me a second i'm getting too into this article i'm just getting too into it all right for example when you're thinking negative thoughts like she or he who is who i want and i must demonstrate that i am worthy a worthy mate or she or he is just not that not into me or his or her reaction means i'm a failure Switch your focus to sensations in your body, whatever they may be. I feel tightness in my jaw. I have a lump in my throat. I have butterflies in my tummy. Anger, including frustration, irritation, guilt, tends to be expressed as tension in the jaw, head, neck, shoulders, and hands. Sadness, including sorrow, disappointment, despair, is often felt as a pain or constructed in the throat, chest, and arm. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Fear, including anxiety, worry, dread, might be felt as then discomfort or uneasiness in the belly or legs, you may have your own unique response. Let feelings flow. When an emotion is triggered, notice how your uh, physiologic... Uh, oh my God. Yo, somebody else needs to take over <laughs> and read. <laughs> oh, whatever. Attend to your body's sensations. As you ride the wave so you can disregard any painful thoughts, stay on task by scanning your entire body and describing your physical sensation to yourself. You'll reach the crest and as your psychology. Physiology. What the hell? Did I really read that wrong? Physiology calms down. You'll slide down into your inner calmer waters. Observe how the wave has passed through you within a minute or two. That's what emotion is. Energy in motion. Your physiology ramps up and then quickly calms down as long as you don't sustain it with painful thoughts. It's just a wave and not a flood unless you make it so. That's why focusing only on your physical sensation is a powerful is powerful tool. It renders okay, look at it's not just me, okay? 
So this person that typed this up <laughs> missed a couple of words and spelled some things wrong. So like, yo, I'm not a freaking second grade reader. <laughs> this is just this is just crazy. Okay. That's why focusing only on your physical sensations is a powerful tool. It renders you incapable of thinking painful thoughts, including repressive ones such as, I can't feel this grief. It's too painful. It would destroy me. That needlessly increases your pain. By by focusing on your body, you put a halt to that endless loop of mental anguish and existential suffering. I never saw that word before. And allowed your feelings of grief to flow through and out of you. Practice this technique every time a wave of emotion comes up and you'll never have to experience a particular wave again. Letting your feelings flow through you frees you from their grip and eases your emotional burden, enabling you to naturally move forward. Granted, letting it flow can be totally scary, especially when your feelings promise to be painful or overwhelming. By riding the waves, you'll get to go with the flow and find healing. Practice. Sorry. Practice this technique every time a wave of emotion comes up and you'll never have to experience that particular wave again. Letting your feelings flow through you frees you from their grip and eases your emotional burden, enabling you to naturally move forward. Granted, letting it flow can be totally scary, especially when your feelings promise to be painful or overwhelming. But by riding waves, you get to go with the flow and find healing. Practice deep, slow breathing. Physiologically, the only difference between excitement and fear is whether you're breathing or not. Fear is excitement without breathing. Breathing. Focusing on your breathing, even for a few minutes a day, can put your brain into a more soothing state. Palm breath also makes it easier for you to practice being a, a non-judgmental observer and letting your pain feeling, painful feelings flow when you are triggered. Getting out into the nature has a, a similar calming effect. Breathe. Take one day at a time. There are no deadlines. Trust the process and understand that your adjustment can be as gradual as you need it to be. It'll happen as you become ready for it. See hope as an important part of coping. For now, you may be holding on to the hope that you'll figure out how to win back your beloved. But as you grieve and adjust, your hope can change direction, perhaps to hoping that you can create a happy life for yourself with or without this person. Recommended reading on letting feelings flow through your body. The Relationship Ride by Julia well or my stroke of insight by jill bolt taylor that is the end of that article um yeah so if anybody else needs it that's for you i just uh came across the article today i told you before i usually don't um read the article until i get on the podcast to um, let you know how i feel about it or yeah and um I guess that's what the doctor has to say about it. You just got to focus those thoughts on a specific pain in your body or a specific feeling in your body. So, like, I guess um, right now my neck is hurting. <laughs> so, um, I guess I'm supposed to be focusing on that, that right now. On my neck. <laughs> on the pain in my neck and not the thought that brought that pain or, like, you know... Or whatever. Um, redirecting your thoughts is basically what that article is about um, to help you get over somebody. Redirecting um, how you 
think about things or how you perceive things. Um, being mindful of um, the physical things that are going on with you that will help ease that thought or that pain or that suffering because I entirely know what it feels like uh, to have felt like a whole person was like controlling my entire life and they didn't even have to be there so this would be essential to my healing process it's crazy it's really crazy like you know I'm sitting here just like uh, thinking about everything that I go through and thinking about um, everybody that's in my life. It's like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not sad about it right now, you know? I'm a little bit more um, grateful. I'm a little bit more grateful to um, have, have known the truth. Um, where for, like, you know, before where, like, I was thinking, like, things were a whole different, like, you know, something else. So I guess I'm, I'm grateful for, for knowing now, for sure, and not being confused and wondering or, I don't know, you know? I feel like no, it is it's a bad feeling. I, I just imagine imagine feeling rejected times a hundred. That's what it feel like. It's like ouch. Like it's just like a, a super whammy. Like it's like taking like a nail bat and just whacking it or aiming it at my heart like straight on. <laughs> like like that shit hurts. Like, it really does. But, yo, I'm fine. Like, I feel good because, like, now, now I feel like it's it's easier to move on now. Yeah. So, I feel like I don't really have anything else to say to this topic or to this subject, except that the only thing that I need is myself, which is what I constantly say. Um, and that's the only way out is myself and how I perceive things moving forward. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's so much that I can say on this topic, but because the Feelings are so new. I haven't really had the time to um, think about it, you know, or to process it completely. I'm still like in that mode where I'm just like in disbelief, you know, total total disbelief. But 
others would or another person would just be like how or why which it just doesn't make sense you know you just don't play with people's feelings you don't play with people's hearts you don't especially somebody that you know loves you or especially somebody that you know feel some type of way about you or and you don't feel that same way you don't you don't entertain you don't entertain a hurt that you're not interested in it's just wrong and i would never wish this pain on the worst person in the world because i feel like this is like yo like it, it's really it's really painful and I would never wish that on anybody. But I'm going to be all right because I needed to hear this. I needed to, I needed to, I needed to know so I can move on. And now it's okay to move on because clearly I shouldn't have been tied down in the first place, right? <laughs> it's a freaking right. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and the next podcast is going to be so much more positive. You guys have a wonderful day and uh, yeah, that's it. I hope we can do a speaking after party next, next week. Peace.